Welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. I believe the the Spirit led us to a word for 2022, and that was uh, enlarge capacity. Enlarge capacity. And as you enlarge your capacity, that God will fill that God will fill it, that God will fill it. And uh, we, it really came from uh, the woman um, with the oil and the pots and how she needed a miracle. She needed God to provide. She was at end. She couldn't afford. It was going to be bad. And um, I'm going to pick it up there just so you give, get some context. Is First uh, Second uh, Kings uh, ver- chapter 4, verse 3, it says, And he said, the prophet, Go borrow vessels from everywhere. For all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few, so a lot. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and you, you and your sons, then pour it into those vessels and set aside the full ones. So they had just a little bit of oil left poured into these empty vessels. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her sons, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God and said, go sell the oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons live on the rest." So as long as there was room, from this story we see, as long as there was room, capacity, the oil flowed. As long as there was room, capacity, jars in there, the oil flowed and God miraculously filled it. The capacity, when they had the capacity, God filled it. Um, The more capacity, the more oil. Uh, And oil really is a picture in scripture, it's a symbol of uh, the spirit of God um, and God's spirit and, and him filling. And the more capacity, I believe, the more room uh, we, we give to God, he will then fill it with his spirit, with his goodness, with the things of God um, so that we can be full. Right? You guys with me? All right. No one had extra, like, snuck any turkey today. We're good. All right. Um, but uh, the more room we make, so the more room in our lives, the more room we make in our jobs, in our careers, uh, in our company, in relationships, in finances, um, in our desires, our, our purpose, making room for him in that, making room in our rhythms and habits throughout life, uh, in, in our parenting, in our marriages, in our, in our friendships. The more room we make for him, the capacity we give it for him, that then God will fill your life. I believe that that's for you um, and for us as a church, that as we enlarge our capacity this year in 2022, that God will fill it to the full. So what room you make for God, that God will fill it with his goodness and his spirit. Um, I, and I think like, really, how do you do that? Three ways I think is this, is you can stretch or grow or expand what you have, right? You can stretch or grow what you have. You can do what the widow did is find some new vessels, right? Find some new ways that are, create room for God, right? Maybe you start a company that's a new, way, new room for God. Or maybe you do this, is you clear out things. You make room, letting go of things, getting rid of some things to make room. 
So I really feel like uh, that we're supposed to park on this in large capacity for the next bit. And so for this month, uh, we're going to talk about this collection of talks I'm going to call uh, Letting Go to Grow. Letting Go to Grow. Letting Go so that you can grow. In general, I think we all like new things. Do you like new things? Anybody like new things? I, I sort of like new things. Yeah, me too. Right? Like, you like the, we like New Year's, right? That's why we send the text, Happy New Year, right? And we're like, because it's New Year. It's good. It's fresh. There's like new potential. I don't know about you, but maybe you receive some new things on Christmas, right? You're like, oh, I really like this. Or it's like the fake smell. Oh, I really like this. Um, but it's something new, right? We like new stages. We like like the new breakthrough. Like if something happens, you're like, oh, this is great, right? You like the new phone, the new car smell, mm, new, right? Uh, we like new, I think, as a whole. Uh, now, I got my son for Christmas, I got him uh, a fire truck uh, for Christmas. Now, he's into it. He's three and a half, and he's a firefighter. I play firefighters all the time. If you ever need anything, please don't call me. Call 911. But, um, uh, so I got him this new fire truck. And one of the reasons is he had a fire truck, but it had three wheels. There's a fire truck they had before that was three wheels. It was missing a wheel. And so I'm like, okay, for Christmas, I'm going to do a new thing. Oh yeah. For, for a sermon illustration. No, I didn't do it just because of that. But uh, I got him a new fire truck and it was cooler. It had a cool ladder. It had the hoses. It was awesome. I might've gotten it so I could play with it too. But there is, I don't know, parents will know this struggle. There is only so much capacity you have in your house for toys, right? There's only so much room you have for toys. Um, and so I said, Levi, so we gave him, he loves this new fire truck. It's great. It's cool. Um, but then I said, okay, so we need to get rid of your old fire truck. Uh, no. We are not getting rid of my fire truck, Daddy. Um, but L Levi, it's got like three wheels. Yeah, but I like it that it has three wheels. But it doesn't even really drive well. I, I like it, though. It's gr I, it's, I like it. I'm like, one of the reasons I got this is so that we could get you one that actually went on the carpet and could go. And, but Daddy, I like it. And so he... He didn't, didn't really want to get rid of it at all. He wanted to keep that old fire truck. Even though there was a new one, he still has that, um, but it, he did not want to get rid of the old fire truck, right? He had great memories of the fires he fought. You know, he had history of, you know, of what he, what he did. He's like, I like this fire truck. And I think the reaction of my, my son is actually not too different than the reaction that we can have at times when new things come in. That, that we, we want the new, but we still want to hold on to the old. Like God says, I've got a new thing for you. You're like, awesome, this is great. And then he's like, but you need to make room for it. And you're like, but I really like the old thing. This is what I've always been doing. The, I, I have a history here. This is just how I've been doing it for so long. Well, I, I, are you sure? Right? And we can hold on to it and, and, and say, ah, I really like the old. I really like the old. You know, wh whatever that three-wheel fire truck might be for you. 
I think we all have three-wheel fire trucks in our life where God says, I want to give you a new and it's fully functioning. It's actually not decrepit and like three-wheel just trying to get by. It's a new, it's complete, it's full, it's his fullness. Uh, but we still want to hold on to whatever that three-wheel fire truck is in our life. But I have a history with that, right? Like, what could that be? It could be some things in your life. It could be a habit, a way of doing things, uh, a familiarity, maybe a, a relationship that isn't there, isn't, shouldn't be there. It's hard to make room and let go. Have you ever found that? It's hard to make room and let go. It's, it's easy to say, like, okay, let's make room. Like, all right, let's make room. But it's hard, right? But God wants to bring new in our lives. But in order to enlarge our capacity, one of the ways to enlarge our capacity um, is there are things that God is tugging on our hearts. Okay, Josiah, you need to let this go. You need to let this go so that you then can grow in this area. Now, of course, uh, you probably know where I'm going is Isaiah, is Isaiah 43, uh, 18, it says this. It says, God says through the prophet, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God wants to do a new thing in your life. He wants to bring a new thing in your life, but a part of making room is letting go so that what God has for you can grow in your life. You know, I believe there are things that you have in 2021 that need to stay in 2021, that you need to let go in 2021 so that you can move forward into the new of what God has for you in 2022, to let go so that you can grow in 2022, so that God can fill you with his spirit, with what he has in store. I like that God says, I've got good plans for you, a hope and a future that it's not like I've got negative things for you. Uh, it's a mystery box. There's two out of three things are good. You choose and, oh, you picked the wrong one, Josiah. Um, but but what, what the new, what the better he has for you is when we release the old, when we release what God is tugging on our hearts. Okay, we need to let go. If we want that better, like, I don't know. I think if we were to say all of us, I would say, I want this upcoming year to be better than last year. Would you all say that? I think so. Who wants like, yeah, I want it worse last year. Like, I just want it subpar, Josiah. But um, it is in order to do that, we need to let go of the old so that we can enlarge our capacity for what God has for us, the new that he has for us. I think there are things that God has been leading us individually, maybe throughout this last little bit, um, through his spirit, his word of to let go, to let go so that you can grow. And, you know, there's some things that it's a bit, it's a bit of an easier pill to swallow when God says, let this go, because it's like, okay, like it's, it's still hard, but it's like, okay, that makes sense. Right? Like, you know, uh, an offense, you're like, okay, like it sort of makes sense. Like I really see it in your word. It sort of makes sense. Okay. I'll try, but it's still hard. Right? It's still hard. We know, okay, we should, probably should. We're Christian, but it's still hard to do, isn't it? It's still hard, but you know, it, it's easier to know, okay, yeah, I need to let go of that hurt. Um, I need to let go of that destruct, a destructive habit. I know I need to. So it's, it's a, I'd say it's one of those things. It's, 
it's a bit easier to be like, yeah, God, I understand that. I got you there, but it's still hard. But with my son, eventually he did let that fire truck go. There might've been some coercion. Please no one mentioned the three wheel fire truck. No one. Let's not bring that to remembrance. Uh, but he, he, he let it go because he realized, listen, my playtime, it's slowing me down. I want the good thing here. But he let it go. And there are, there are those three-wheel things in our life that you can see it's like, okay, this is missing a, th- a, a, a fourth wheel. This is not good for me. I can let this go. And as we do, God will fill that. He'll fill with his healing, with his peace, with his spirit, with his goodness, with the good things that he has for you. But what about this? What about those things that you want or that are good? And God says, I want you to let that go. Like the things that you're like, that's actually a really good thing. Like, I like that. I really like that. But God says, let that go. Let go of, of, okay, God, I really like controlling this situation. Um, and you say, let go of it, but it makes me feel really good. Like it's good. I feel good about it. And he says, let go or let go of that relationship that's holding you back. Maybe that friend, maybe that boyfriend or girlfriend, they make you happy, but Hey, God's tugging on your heart. Let them go. Maybe it's, it's let go of God saying, Hey, let go of that job. And you're like, um, are you serious? Let go of that job or let go of this rhythm of life. But God, this is how I've always done it. I like my routine. God, do you know my routine? I've been doing this for like 20 years. This is my routine, right? Or let go of the way you've been prioritizing uh, your finances. Let go of that. Let go of how, you, how you've been spending your finances and let him reorganize it. Let go of, of the way you've been living for a different way that he has. When it comes to things like that, like that we want or like, I think it can be really really hard. Have you ever had that? God tugs on your heart and you, it's like something that you're like, uh, you can have all this, but please don't talk about this, right? Uh, God, please don't talk about this. And when God prompts your heart and he says, let go, you're like, no, no, let's try something else. And I think at times when God says that to us, Hey, let this go. At times, I can feel like more of a loss than a gain. Have you ever felt that? He says, okay, um, okay, break up with them, or okay, quit this job, or move to this part of the country, or move countries completely. Um, and you're like, you know it's God. You do it. But ever felt that, and it feels somewhat of like a loss? Have you ever done that? What things are in our life that we need to let go to grow in 2022. I believe God is even right now touching hearts of, okay, here's something that maybe it's a three wheel fire truck. If you're like, yeah, I know I need to let that go. Or maybe it's actually something that you think this is actually, I don't mind this. It's actually pretty good, but God's prompting your spirit. Okay. Let this go. There are things, um, there are things that we get to let go. There are things I believe that God even today are tugging on your heart. Let go so you can grow. And when you do, when you actually let go of something, it's actually a seed. 
When God asks you to let go of something, it's actually a seed that you make room, that God will use that as a seed in your life. What you lay down at God saying, hey, let this go. Release this from your life. It's actually a seed in your life. I want to read in John uh, 12, verse 24, it says this. John 12, 24. Now Jesus is talking about himself, but I believe it also applies to you and I. It says, Jesus says this, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life uh, uh, hates his life in the world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, uh, him my father will honor. I so here we see Jesus. Of course, Jesus is the seed. He dies. He rises again today. Now we are sons. We are daughters of God. Right? That is, that is he is the seed. Now we are the harvest from that. But there are things that are in our life, not only that we need to let go, but that we actually need to let die so that the harvest that God has for us can come into our life. That there aren't things uh, that, I don't know about you, but I've done this so much where it's like I'm keeping things on life support, right? Like I'm like one, two, three, and trying to keep certain things on life support where it's actually God says, okay, let this die. Let this go. Let leave this behind. Why? So that when you let it go, that it will actually be a harvest in your life. That will produce a harvest. How? Because you're making room for God. That, that there's actually, I think at times, there are things that we can try and hold on that are meant to be let go that are actually stopping what God is trying to do in our life because there isn't room. Like it says there, lest the seed should die. And if you let that thing go, then it can make room for God. Obviously not just arbitrarily picking, but when God says it to your heart, when he drops it to your heart by, by his spirit, by his word, by someone who's, who's trusted and who is grounded in faith and speaks into your life. And, and we let that go. And what, what will happen is we create room for God to move, for God to then increase. How about personal uh, example? This is four years ago. Um, I stepped in as lead pastor here and, um, and I, at the time, I also had a company, and it was doing very, very well. Like, we, the first year, we, like, I think we, like, tripled it. The next year, we, like, quadrupled. Like, it was going very, very, very well. There was, there was like, not even four wheels on the fire truck. There was, like, 18. Like, it was going really, really well. Um, it was very profitable. We had, like, many people, employees working for us. And it was probably the best I've ever done. And it was going very well. And, but then I felt God say, step back from your business. And I'm like, Are you serious? This is going really, really, really well. And I felt God, okay, step back from your business. And it actually, I stepped back for a time. And then eventually it resulted in me selling uh, my half of the business to my business partner. And today it's still doing very, very, very well. And it was hard. 
Like, I know it was God. 100% know it was God. Like, I know that I know that I know. Like, you can't tell me it wasn't. But it's still hard. Just because God told me, it wasn't like it just suddenly, it was like an easy thing. Yes, his burden is easy, his yoke is light. But it was still a hard decision to make. And at times, if I'm completely honest, it can still be hard. That I, I, I have, I have, this is what I think it is. I think it's actually thoughts that come from the enemy that try to steal the seed. That's like, if you wouldn't have, what if you, why did you let this go? If you wouldn't have let this go, where would you have been right now? Just I, your, your mortgage, it would be gone right now. You'd be in such a different position right now if you didn't let this go. But what is that? I believe it's the enemy trying to steal the seed. Because I know me letting go of that, that business was what it is here is that seed, that was a seed that it will die. And then I know there will be a harvest from it. So without letting go, I know I wouldn't be here. Like from the whole thing of like running a business that was exploding like that. Then also uh, try, working with people, building a church. Like I know I wouldn't be here. I know the lives that through Thrive wouldn't have happened. And I know this is that what we're seeing now is just the start of the fruit from the seed. But letting go can be painful. It can be actually some mourning where you actually mourn or you feel a loss, even if it was God who told you, let that go. That there can be a mourning. Because God will, get this, is no one never told me this when I signed up when I was, I don't know, like two and a half or something. I uh, said, Jesus, Lord of your life. But he, and he nev- no one ever told me, God will ask you to do hard things. But God will ask you to do hard things. And, and know what? There will be times where it's like, it's hard, but you're not doing it by your own might. You're not doing it by your own power, but you're doing it by his spirit. And, and there can be mourning. There can be a feeling of a loss, even when it is God led. But I want to just read this scripture that I, it speaks to me. And I think it will speak to you as you let go of things that God is prompting you in your life, or maybe you've let go. And, and now this is something for you to encourage you. Is in Psalms 30, verse 2, it says this. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks and remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Check this out. Maybe you felt this before. Maybe when you think of letting go, this is how you feel. Weeping, sorrow, pain. Though weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. There might be things where you think about ah, letting that go and you feel that pain. You feel that weeping or that sorrow. But can I encourage you that joy will come in the morning? That there, ne- there may be, be a time of mourning to get joy in the morning. Right? You might need to have some time of, of dealing with the thing that you're letting go and the loss. and Because it's real. Sometimes it's things that, I don't really want to. And there will be 
a time of weeping. But sometimes you need that time of weeping to have the joy in the morning, to come to that joy in the morning. And that what is on the other side of what God is asking you to let go is so much better than what you're holding on to. It is so much better than what you're holding on to. And maybe you know, you know that you know that you know, okay, I'm supposed to let this, this thing go. I'm supposed to let this thing go. But then in your mind, you're like, but what about this? What about this? And then maybe even this one, this might sound familiar. Did God really say? And the enemy, I think, can use thoughts to prod us of, ah, I don't want to. And try and swindle you out of what God has for you on the other side of letting go so you can grow into all that God has for you. Can I encourage you with this today? Can I encourage you with this today? What is on the other side of your obedience is better than what you're holding on to right now. What is on the other side of you letting go is so much better. When, when you can grow, I believe God has got good plans for you. I don't even just believe it. I know it. I could give you scripture and verse, of course. God's got a good thing, a new thing. And I think one of the things that he wants you to do is enlarge your capacity by letting go. Letting go so that you can grow. For those new exciting things that he has for you. If you want last year to be better than this year to be better than last year, there are things that we need to let go or even more so, let it die. Let it die. Stop trying to keep, okay, I'm going to like let it go. Okay, I'm coming back to you. But instead, let it go so that you can allow God to then grow. Use that as a seed. This year, what does God have for you to let go? Maybe it's the negative things that you can see. Yeah, this is destructive. I need to get rid of this three-wheel fire truck. Or maybe it's the things like, this is so good. I like it. Makes me feel happy. But the Lord is prompting you, let this go. Why don't we just close our eyes for just a time with the Lord right now? Father, I ask right now that you would speak to hearts. Or maybe you've been speaking to hearts, and God, I just pray that you just even put the, the underline on it right now. Those things we need to let go so that we can grow in what you have for us this year. Father, I thank you that it's not by our might. You're not asking us to tough it out, but it's by your power, your spirit, that gives us the power, the ability to let go. And that it isn't a blind let go but then we're letting go and we're reaching for you. So Father, I thank you for courage to arise. 
faith to arise, to be bold and courageous, to act on your word, on your prompting to step forward and let go. And Father, I thank you that as we let go, that it is a seed and that what you have on the other side of that is so much more than we can ever ask, think, or imagine. So Father, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message encouraged you, built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We would love to see you on a Sunday soon, in person or online. You can get all the information at thrivecalgary.ca. If you would like to support a partner with Thrive Church financially, you can do so by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the Give button. No God is for you. We love you and have a great week.